0: I wanted to challenge myself to do something that I was afraid to do and one of the things was to create a channel. It was the fear of like, you know, once my face is out there, it's out there forever. There's judgement, there's people who are going to ridicule. But once again, I channeled my disappointment of not being able to get a job in London. I said, you know what? Screw it. I've always wanted to do this, but i been such ai b- am going to stop being a b- and not care about what other people think. Lah. If you want to watch my videos and what you don't watch, lah. you want to comment, then it's your past and your no problem.
1: Hey friends, welcome to the Creator in Progress podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Lim. Each episode will bring you inspiring stories and practical advice from both successful and budding creators and entrepreneurs on how they got to where they are today. Meet Ben, a Singaporean content creator you may also know him as The Smiling Afro. In this episode, he's here to share more about his journey, his experience and a particularly interesting filmmaking technique that has not only captivated audiences but also allowed him to create content as a full-time job.
0: So KRSS um, stands for Keep It Simple Stupid. So that's what I always tell brands. You know? Like Sometimes I want it, I want to keep it simple. I want to talk to my audience like friends.
1: Chatting with Ben has taught me to approach content creation with a different and simpler lens. It's also inspired me to continue to do what I love, to fulfill my dream of becoming a full-time content creator.
0: Honestly, don't keep thinking about numbers. Just keep churning content and make sure it's genuinely your voice.
1: For any aspiring content creators, this is one convo you shouldn't miss. This episode is co-produced by Scape. Tell me a bit more about Ben... Is your surname Go? Okay, I was of course looking at your Instagram and all that, right? Yes. Was surname very long. So, yes. But but I have it in my phone as ben Go. Is it really like what? Go? <laughs> I don't know how the Go came in. <laughs> <Who's>,
0: <laughs> who is Who is I don't
1: know. <laughs> my my iPhone Go. Yeah, search that. Mm. Why it like ben Go? Where did the Go come?
0: Uh, maybe you met another bangola, and then this poor guy is waiting for you to call him back, but you never did, you know. And then you save my name under I uh, as in me as Bengo instead. And this Bango somewhere is still waiting for Jamie to <laughs> this girl you're gonna contact me or not? Nah? <laughs> ah. So my name is My surname is Byrne. Okay. B-Y-R-N-E. Like Roseburn, you know, the actress. Mm. Uh it's Irish, an Irish surname. So you are um... yes Eurasian. Mm. Mm. Uh, my great-grandfather was my great-great-grandfather was actually pure Irish. Yeah, so uh, very proud Irish roots I have. You know, where my drinking problem comes from. Drinking enthusiasm. Enthusiasm <laughs> comes from, sorry. yeah. Never
1: tell me I would have
0: uh, taken out my whiskey. Anytime. Wow, whiskey more. Japanese yeah. whiskey. Hey, yeah. Yeah, so uh, yeah, Eurasian lah. Eurasian. So that's why I got my surname and I believe I got I believe I got my sense of humour from my Eurasian Piranha family. Mm. Like, it's just... You know, one thing about Piranha is like they very uh, crazy, you know? Crazy people, right? And then Eurasians generally tend to be a bit expressive. Mm. So mix them both together, right? Kind of like grew up um, in that kind of like culture, la. Mm. So, yeah. Okay,
1: that's, mm. that's nice. But you grew up mostly in Singapore, right? Yes.
0: Proud Singaporean, born and raised. Mm. I love my country. I love my culture and people.
1: Is that where the... Wait, okay, so... The hair? Yes. And of course, I think one of the first questions, maybe everyone probably asks you, well, is the hair real?
0: Yes. And uh, you know, I've had this hair since, well, since I was uh, 18. Okay. I mean, I went to the military and I had to shave and everything, but I grew it back after that. But even though I, I repeat it all the time, mm. that it's real, I think 70% of Singaporeans still don't believe. You know, and it's hilarious to see when I meet people on the streets, right, and they're like, Oh, I think the funniest one recently is that like I was walking in Telok Aye yeah, yeah. and then this bunch of guys came out, and I just overheard the guy saying, "Oh, so it's real lah," to his friend, and then I assume what he meant was he probably seen me on he's probably seen me on social media mm-hmm. and thinking that I wear the wig, the wig, for my content, mm-hmm. and so that evening when he saw me walking around Telok Ayer randomly, he's like, "Ah, this fella will not be wearing that around Telok Aye for nothing, right? For mm-hmm. dinner." So it must be real, it was like oh damn, and it was just funny, like you know. And actually, I love it. So I, you know, people ask me the question, "Do I get frustrated?" I say no, because comedy is my thing, right? And humor and just being like hearted and quirky. So the fact if people don't, the fact that people don't believe, mm-hmm. I think it's fun, you know. I, I'm okay. It's just it's hilarious when people find out, and it's all part of the it's part of the act, right? It's part of the whole brand.
1: Yeah, the, it's the the brand, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I think one part of the question was like, how did you come up with the the smiling effort ah, yes. as your personal brand and signature look.
0: <laughs> okay, so I found out my hair is curly. Mm. So when I went, when I was seventeen, I went to poly. Mm. Okay, and then polytechnic, I was like, "Hey, mum, you know, um, can you let me grow my hair out long because I need to go army eventually, right? And this might be the only phase in my life that I can try long hair mm. for the heck of it. Because why not? You know, yes. S- Singapore school system all the way growing up." Wow, clean cut, right? So let yeah. me try that, right? Then my mom was like, Yeah, sure, whatever. You know, you save money, don't to cut my hair so much, also, right? Yeah. Try a different new look. So I grew my hair long, but little did I know that it will curl the longer it gets. Mm. So my hair is short, it doesn't curl. So I don't, don't know why. And then it started to curl, and I was like, Mom, how? Like, you can imagine the slow process? Mm. Every week, you know, um, for me, it's like, I don't need, I see the change very slow, but because I meet some of my friends in church once a week, okay. so every week they'll be like, what's happening here? <laughs> it's, um, every week they'll say, hey Ben, are you doing something? Every day you're curling, you know, with the coils.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you doing that
0: every night? And I say, no, it's just like that. Then, you know, it was just a joke. It became like a running joke. Like, oh, you know, you wear underwear to sleep, is it? That's why your, 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 your hair curl. They laugh, laugh, laugh. Then eventually, I just never stopped growing it. Mm. And it just became an afro it became so long, it became like a like 80s, 90s rock star. And then the big thing was, I. at this point of time, my characteristic, I always love making people laugh really. I just mm. like making jokes. I like doing comedy. And then the hair kind of added to my so-called personality, right? Mm. Like, you know, I was walking on the street and people would see me and they'll smile.
1: Mm.
0: And I'm like, you know what? You know, I like that. You know, I like people to see and then you think it's funny. I'm okay. I'm not offended or... Mm. people. I know other people will be like, are you sure you're lucky people laugh at you on the street? I'm like, but... I don't think they're really laughing at me in, a, in, a, in an offensive way. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's like laughing at a clown, right? You laugh at a clown. A clown is meant to be hilarious. Mm. So to me, I, I I want to be that kind of guy. So if people are laughing at me, at that, I'm okay. You know, I'm not... I totally don't feel anything. I'm happy. Mm. And so... Yeah, so that's why I decided that eventually I should come up with a nickname. Mm. And I was thinking, well, uh, the Afro has uh, changed my life. Mm. And what do I like to do? Make people smile, right? Mm. So I felt, well, the Smiling Afro had a great ring to it. Mm. So that's the short version uh, of how uh, the Smiling Afro name came about. And of course, it just started as a nickname, but now a brand name. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. sweet. Yeah, sweet. I, yeah,
1: it's very prominent. Like, uh, mm. I was asking, so I, I was telling my friends, like, yeah. Yeah, 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 you know, these are a few content creators And go going to interview. And then I was like, you know, the smiling effort, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, Nice. Yeah, it's good yeah. to know so that
0: after six years. My brand is <laughs> getting out there. La. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good, it's good, yeah. It's,
1: it's, mm. uh, is it hard to... Man- is it Okay, for me, right, mm. I think every... Every month I have to go for a haircut. My nice. hair is like an yeah. Amazon for me. It grows very quickly. Uh I think it's because I eat too much protein. La. But how do you like do you cut it every so often? How do yes. you maintain okay. it? Uh is it hot? Like I always feel yes. like especially it's very, in Singapore weather.
0: Very hot. Uh it's a sacrifice. I always tell people, it's a sacrifice to look different. Mm-hmm. And I sacrifice comfort mm-hmm. in terms of heat. Yeah. Right. But I'm okay. I think I've I i i have it's almost ten years since I last I mean since I grew it back, right? And yeah. actually kept it Afro style for almost ten years, right? Mm. So I'm used to it already. Mm. Like my threshold is now different, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. like yeah. So um maintenance wise, you know, I just condition. Mm. I think I do four hundred percent more than most guys you, really, right? So mm.
1: Uh, <laughs> you collect with L'Oreal. La. <laughs> I'm I mean,
0: waiting. I use L'Oreal products, you know, <laughs> but you know they all are stingy. Don't don't help. <laughs> so I I I condition, mm. and then after drying, I put a hydration cream because of the wet, especially in Singapore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? And also the 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 cream also is more or less like a curl cream to help enhance the curls and healthy keep it healthy. Um. And um, I I try not to wash every day because it's. The curls look the best on the second day, actually. Ooh. Like, in terms of volume. Mm. So, okay, the first day, they look m- most defined. Like, very defined curls. But the second day, there's volume. Mm. And I like that, right? And, of course, in Singapore weather, I cannot not wash it after two nights. Like it's too hot yeah. already. Yeah. But in between, if I need to uh, fluff it back up or keep the curls like, healthy, I put hair oils. Mm. So, yeah, to me, that's like the maintenance. Uh. Yeah.
1: yeah. Wow. You, you do more than me, la. my <laughs> Effort, leh. I mean, like, you know, people yeah, think yeah, like yeah. what, but it's, yeah. it's actually like, you do take the effort to kind of maintain it, right?
0: Yeah, you know, um, I think only recently once I started my so-called business, then I started looking after this asset more. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah,
1: I think it's, it's good. La. Uh, okay, so can you tell me a bit more about, you know, how did, I guess how do you first get um, started in the world of content creation? Uh, I know you, you also mentioned that you study in... The cell before this, right? Yes. Have a background in film. Mm. Um, Yeah. Can you tell me more about that journey and uh, what I guess motivated you to pursue it full time in the end?
0: All right. So my background is in filmmaking. Mm. Uh, Actually, I wanted to be an actor, Mm. and which my parents uh, they met that um, dream with hands in the air, not celebrating, but like, what an actual fish. You know, uh and uh, we got into a big argument and my the my mom's um what's the word? Um not leeway. My compromise? mom's compromise. Yes, yeah. my mom's compromise was that I study filmmaking. Mm. Because she said, and I think it's still the best advice in terms of my creative career my mom ever gave me, right? He said if you study acting, you may not have a lot of skills. You only have the acting skills, right? Mm. But if you study filmmaking, you learn everything. Mm. Like producing, directing, uh camera mm. Uh, and even acting. Yeah. Right? As a director, you need to know about acting, right? Mm-hmm. So she said, you, and editing. So you learn everything, you come up with all the skills, then you can decide where you want to go. And I was like, okay, sure. I think that's a great idea. And no regrets. I went to film school and I I, st- I learned so much about filmmaking. Um, and at the same time, I still could do acting because I was just acting in my own videos for fun, right? Yeah. So... The plan before film school was to be an actor. During film school, I wanted to be a director because everyone wants to be a director, right? And then after that, I realised I love producing so much. I love organising. So I I did more majoring in producing. Mm -hmm. And then I came... uh, In film school, I decided, you know what? I want to do advertising because I love... Advertising has more money and there's chances for me to do comedy there. Mm -hmm. More. More opportunities, right? And... Yeah, I think the gigs-wise, advertising was the way to be. So it was through film school. Okay, I came out, I said, all right, I want to do advertising. And I went to London to study. Mm. The plan was to get to London so that I can find my way around and try to get a job there because I wanted to basically explore my career in London, right? Mm. But Brexit happened, so I couldn't get a job. So I came back home after my master's, Mm. disappointed. But my goal was to basically join the advertising industry Mm. And build myself up there and become an advertising powerhouse. Uh, I I basically was like... I was challenging my disappointment to my goals. But at the same time, one thing I wanted to do... um, Because I graduated. Now it's like going to the real world. Must be working and everything, right? Mm. Uh, I wanted to challenge myself to do something that I was afraid to do. So I was thinking, what have I been afraid to do? And one of the things was to create a channel. Like I've always posted my funny videos randomly in my own personal Facebook, mm. and Instagram at the time was two pictures mm. and I was so scared to start my YouTube channel because I was it was the fear of like you know once my face is out there, it's out there forever, mm. and you no know, there's judgment, there's people who are gonna ridicule and whatever like nasty comments right mm. because right now it's only my own friends are following me, and so yeah, but once I want to open up the public. Mm. I was, I was. That was the reason why I didn't want to do it, lah. It was mm. like, nah, you know. But once again, I channeled my disappointment of not being able to get a job in London. I said, you know what? Screw it. Mm. Like, um, I've always wanted to do this, but been such a pussy. I'm gonna stop being a and not care about what other people think, mm. If you want to watch my videos and what you don't watch, uh you want to comment, then it's your pasta, your no problem. Mm. So I launched my Smiley Afro channel on February 2018. I came back from uh, London in 20th, January 2018. Mm. So, the plan was to start a channel for fun. Okay? Like, um, I told everyone, hey guys, I finally started a channel. I, I changed all my uh, socials to Spuny. I Say, hey guys, I'm just going to put all my comedy content here. Mm. Just for you to enjoy. Honestly, it's free. Mm. I just enjoy doing it. You know? Um, and Yeah but it was two days later that I got my first client out of nowhere. Mm. So Yahoo contacted me and was like, hey, we've been actually following you for a while. Like, it's Ben, following Ben for a while and we like your style, we know you do filmmaking but we don't know if you're available for hire but now that we saw you launch your so-called channel, like, Mm. uh, we want to talk to you lah, like, what's the situation, like, what's your status Like, can we work together? Mm
2: -mm. So I was like, we want,
0: like, what I, I literally applied for all the advertising jobs, you know, and I was like, this is for fun, you know. I never thought I would do anything with it, like money wise, right? Mm. Uh but I pretended to know what I was doing, so I was like, Yeah, yeah, sure, we can talk business. Let's go. <laughs> I was like, What? And the next moment I'm in their office and then we're having a meeting, and they're like, Oh, we're looking for a new face like you to host and make funny videos. I was like, it's music to my ears, but I, I cannot I must pretend not to be excited, right? Mm. I must pretend, okay, yeah, yeah, it's cool. Mm. But basically, they became my first client, the first smiling afro client. Mm. Um and then we got on a journey together where I made videos for them once a week. Okay. As a contract contractor, sorry. Mm. Uh was not full-time the thing. But the traction was there. Suddenly now I was the videos were also being shared on Yahoo Facebook, so I could reshare on my Smiling Afro Facebook. Mm. Um and also Yahoo's own platform. So I was gaining traction. But a lot of people thought I worked for Yahoo. Okay. And then, um, so after traction with Yahoo, and even they were saying, hey, we see you as a long-term partner already. We're not going to... Because at first, it was a three-month, like, uh, we test, right? But they already saw me as a long-term partner. And, and like, I was like, you know what? No advertising company has replied to me in six months. <laughs> and I think, you know, it's about time I really figured this out. And I decided to start my own company. Mm. Say, I'm going to start my own company. I'm going to run it. And I'm going to expand my clientele. So, I launched it and I announced again. I I launched it in like uh, August of 2018. And I announced again to the world. Like, hey guys, Spawning Afro is now officially a business. I do not work for anyone. I will work with anyone. Mm. So, let's go. Mm. And that's five and a half years ago. And... um, yeah, the you know went through ups and downs and basically getting clients in and out, and I love it. Like you know, the momentum has been there, so everyone knows. All right, this yeah. guy he works for himself. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I started my business. That is, it was really by a lot of factors came in. Yeah, it was never the plan. Yeah, yeah. Never the plan. Never. You asked me five years ago, will I be? You think myself five years now doing this? No, I thought I was going to work advertising, man. Mm. Yeah, for a company. Yeah, so.
1: So nice what uh, yeah. life, what opportunities life yeah. throws you sometimes. Okay. Uh, I want to know a little bit more on um, filmmaking. Mm. Um, and I know you, like recently we we met at Nas Summit also, yeah. right? And uh, you gave a talk on the KISS approach. So can you maybe share with us a little bit more about this KISS approach and how did you develop this technique? How has it contributed to your success? Um.
0: Yeah. Right, so KISS stands for... case. in case you don't know. No, I'm just kidding. KISS stands for... <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: a case a day will help you make content on the zone. <laughs> so KISS um, stands for Keep It Simple, Stupid. All right. And I, I got this because uh, when I was seven years old, primary school, primary one, uh, it was an English class, storytelling class actually, and the teacher gave us all this state of paper. And instead, KRSS. And basically, the lesson was about how to tell stories and basically keep it simple. Mm. Keep the story simple. And it stuck in me since seven years old, right? Mm. So that even when I entered this world of content creation and storytelling, I've always told myself that even when I was producing in school for my classmates, I always tell people, guys, if anything gets complicated or when it starts getting complicated, go back to the beginning and, and think about how... You, simple you you want to keep it mm. so the audience will understand mm. and the story won't be like I mean I think the worst nightmare for any director is for your audience walks out of a film or walks out of anything or watch something and don't know what a fish is happening mm. Yeah, <laughs> right and sometimes you know I think people think simplicity is like uh, what you call it, amateur or like you know no, but it doesn't, it, it, I, I never felt it met, uh, meant that way, la. so I applied to all, almost all my content, mm. like, um, even for my shots, uh, for my editing, everything you know, is to keep it simple, meaning that I only if I have one point to say, whatever I do in the video, we'll just try to say that one point. Mm. It, I don't have to say three points or four points or confuse the, my audience, you know. Mm. Um, so yeah, yeah so. When I started actually Sputting Fro and I started doing skits and sketches first like three minute skits but it all has one point. Like what am I trying to say in this video? Okay, I'm trying to make a joke about let's say the workplace. What about the workplace? Specifically about maybe your colleague, annoying colleague. Okay, so that's the pointer and everything around it will just lead up to that point. Right? So, keep it simple. Oh, I don't need to show a thousand colleagues. Just show one colleague. That's an Right? How I apply it. Yeah. Um so yeah, that's how uh especially now, okay, and then that was the beginning, right? Five years ago, six years ago, and now content even shorter. Mm. So all the more my KISS comes into play, right? All the more because let's say you know, make a 30-second video. So how am I gonna make people laugh mm. and understand the point of what I'm trying to say or sell or whatever? Keep it simple. Mm. So I'm glad that, you know. I really had that mantra in me mm. even before the TikTok generation yeah, yeah. or this TikTok era started. So now I can just apply it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. I think it's very tough. I mean, it's like easier said than done, mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. I find it difficult right. to share a point in even one minute. Sometimes I'm like, I feel too short.
0: <laughs> yeah, they always call it the elevator pitch, right? Yeah, you have one minute to, to share this to someone. How? Correct, yeah. correct.
1: I think, I mean, if it's your own story sometimes it could be simpler but sometimes when you work with brands it's, it's, yes. it's even harder right they have yes. like all these points they want you to mention in this one minute spiel and they're like you have to mention all these points but in a non-advertising yes. salesy, salesy way I'm like
0: you know my what's my <laughs> advice I always give people actually if you were trying to create a, uh, like a brief or you're trying to create like a tagline for the brand whatever right mm. first you pretend, pretend you're talking to your friend and how would you tell your friend Mm. So that's what I always tell brands, you know. like, sometimes I want it, I want to keep it simple. I want to talk to my audience like friends. Like example now, okay Jamie, I'm if I'm trying to share with you that my new water filtration system, would I tell you that it has 100 or oh, dunno um, oh, five-star technology osmosis from Japan, from like the, te- the technology, you know, was our uh, well, 10 years in the making. Blah, blah, blah. No, do- would I really tell you that? No. I'll just tell you, this brand from Japan. And once you say Japan, people, oh wow, come back. Mm. Uh, the water can do two alkaline and a for For example, uh And yeah, it has a oh, five liter water tank or connect to the tank. I'll tell you things that you would be interested in as a friend, mm. right? Two friends. I won't go into your scientific terms you know you don't care I don't care Mm. clean water Kennedy Mm. so I always tell clients like hey if I look at the pointers it doesn't look like how I share my friend then we need to rework it because I'm not going to say this in a minute Mm. and I can't say it in a minute
1: right
0: yeah because no one cares honestly a lot of the pointers no one cares yeah they want to care how the product makes them feel and what it does for them Mm. I don't need to know insight made of how many particles I don't care (laughs) yeah so that's to me the keeping it simple part. Lah. But I understand a lot of brands don't understand because they, oh, we need to hit these pointers.
1: Correct. We need correct. to say
0: these pointers. Correct. Because I said, yeah, it's like if I'm in an elevator with you, we got one minute, if I'm going to try to tell you to buy my product, I need to skip all this shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So how do you do it? How do you negotiate with brands?
0: Oh, we always, I will always I will take emails and emails. Lah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, this very <laughs> weird world we live in, like some brands will come out and directly say to me, hey, yeah, we, we wanted your style. Uh Yeah, then I was like, okay, here, so here's my style. All the pointers you gave me, these are only the points I am saying, oh, okay, okay, but can we also add this point... Then I'm like, hey, you just said my style, right? But you're okay, ca- because they just cannot see it. They cannot see it from... They just always see it from a corporate point of view. Mm. So it's always arguments. Okay, not arguments, Are discussions and discussions and convincing. But sometimes, of course, you know, I have to, you know, compromise and then I'll will still say some extra unnecessary things... But I won't be honestly. I won't be super proud of it. But there's some clients who are like, hey, we just like it simple, done. Mm. And I brought those clients because I say, hey, honestly, and honestly, that like, most of these videos where I say less do very well mm. in terms mm-hmm. of like statistics, lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, and people remember the product, but they don't need to remember, you know, oh lah la, how you can uh, burn, for example, uh, candle burn for a hundred hours. Who cares? They want to know whether it smells nice.
1: <laughs> correct. Correct. Yeah. yeah
0: so it's still a... Uh, I dream for that one day where I'm really so so called like established mm. that yeah. I'll just tell a client, no, we're gonna do it this way. Mm. It's for the good of it. because it's for the good of the brand, I'm doing it for their brand or, you know I'm not doing it because I don't want to sell their product right it's like I want to sell the product in the order advertise the product in the best way mm. yeah
1: yeah I think I find it hard to find that balance between doing it my way or a way I think would be good versus uh what they want, what they need, what they insist on. Because sometimes it's like, hey, we're the ones paying you, you know, you do it yes. well, better listen to us. That's the problem. And it's not you don't want to lose the client. Yes. So I'm just like, mm, okay la, try la. But it's so hard to tell them like, let's just try this, you know? Mm, mm. Yeah. So I, I find that to be quite a struggle sometimes like, because when I mean there are some things that I do that I film right I'm like mm, not even me if I'm not convinced what makes you think other people yes. will be convinced tell
0: me about it Jamie I have so many videos before that and I'm like I'm like what this is what you guys want and I'm like okay I'll post it but I, I you know it's that kind of like ah oh, it's not really me
1: yeah
0: there's still 60% of me there la, but it's like
1: Yeah, I feel like you talking oh, robot yeah. just like yeah, lie, really yeah, really
0: you know I'm like oh, you Know so mm, that's the truth, that's the truth, right? You know,
1: still a work in progress, I think. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I don't know, like Singapore, the content creation community, yeah. I mean, do you, it's still quite young, right? In 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 uh, not that young, but um, I mean, there are a lot of things that are not established, right? Like, for example, I feel like monetization has always been a very complex topic, yes. Um, like for me, I I had to figure everything out by myself. Same. Um, even, Same. even with rates and rate cards, yep. how do I start charging? How do I know what's a fair compensation? Like, there's no glass door for creators. Yeah. I don't know. How did you start figuring out? And now, how do you feel like creators can help each other to start figuring things out?
0: I think out? we can help each other by... Okay, I'll go to how I started. Like, I just figured out. I just gave random number, numbers. It started from a few hundred dollars. And then he went on to, why am I charging a few hundred dollars? I'm doing a whole production here. Mm. What the heck is a few hundred dollars? Nothing. Mm. It's just one hour, two hours standing around a roadshow work. Mm. (laughs) So I think, I mean, it all comes with yeah, just uh, trying out since 2020, 2021, figuring out the clients, figuring out the work and realizing, okay, okay, this is how much my worth how much is my worth and time and everything. Mm. And also, of course, sharing with other creators. With this, you know, we're discussing with those comfortable to discuss rates and everything so we know the market rate. Yeah. Because like I said, I don't like to charge for followers. Mm. Uh, to me, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. For me, it's, I charge for work done. Right. Effort and work done, right? Mm. You know, uh, you, 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 A plumber comes and he fixes your, your plumbing and it's $60 and then you pay 100 Why would you pay $100 for another guy? just because he has, what, more followers? <laughs> you know, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He's doing the job. He's doing the job. He's fixing your plumbing, right? So, um, yeah, I, I think after going for many networking sessions over the years and talking to other creators and we're just trying to figure out like, what's our rates mm-hmm. and understanding. So we, because I, I never felt it was a competition yeah. because every one of us creators here, we have our own style. Right. It doesn't matter, you know, if the client wants you because they want you for your style. So I, I I'm not butthurt if they someone chose over me because if they felt that the client felt that I'm not in their style,
1: they do care Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like, I think if I think of like when I talk to different brands or something, sometimes I'm like, you know, this person could be good for you. I'll just be like, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On yeah, exactly so, right. It's because the, I feel like the style would resonate yes. very much. Also, yes. so, so I don't know. I think it's. It's still it's still very tough for for me to to the negotiating part. I think it's difficult. Um, I wish there was more, and I don't know. I was thinking of starting, like, to to do like a not really like a course, or but something to to share like like just within creators to like like what you said about sharing. Yes. for those who are yes. open, so we all know what the market rate is. Yes, and. I mean, even like this kind of guidance, you know, like, yeah, how do I start a rate card? What do people want to see in rate cards? Because I've seen rate cards, which are not, like, they don't have your audience demographic. Da, da, da. How can you best position yourself as a creator to brands also, mm, right? Mm. Um, so I was thinking of doing something like that, but. Nice. I don't know. Still, still, still in here. <laughs> 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 Boiling. Uh, Slow and steady. La. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, okay, at least for me now, mostly I rely on brands as like my source of income, right? Do you have any sort of advice on how else can creators monetize besides relying? And I mean, so we can like stop relying on brands as our only source of income. Any other interesting strategies? That
0: Honestly, it's very hard for Singapore because we're such a small market. So... Um, you know, unless you're in America, right? Or China, you get paid so much for content. Mm. But in Singapore, it's still only YouTube. Mm. So my advice, go on YouTube. Mm. Start making 60 by 9 videos back the normal, proper way. Making useful content. There's always an audience for some content, right? Yeah. So, and it's about... Honestly, don't keep thinking about numbers. Always, Don't keep thinking about the numbers. Like, are you, are you? Just keep churning content and make sure it's genuinely your voice and the audience will come later, you know. Yeah, I am. you know, I always tell people, stop it with this fast success. Mm. Like, I make one video and then I expect everyone to watch it. Come on, yo. I, I started with, what, f- 20, 30 views on my first few videos and I was very happy. I was very happy. Mm. 100 views, I remember I celebrated, you know. Celebrated my first video, 100 views. I just celebrated. I'm like, you know, wow, yeah, us go. I started small, my mind's, you know, thing and humble beginnings. And then look, I just churn out it's content six years, right? Mm. So when I see people like, hey, I made one video and you not know, people watch, I'm very upset. I said, What are you talking about? One video? Come on. Yeah. You know? Come on. So that's why to me it separates the people who are really successful uh, from mm. those who aren't, uh, because they the only t- this is all short-term, short term players. Yeah, yeah. Say long term play. I sounded like an investment guy now. <laughs> Long-term play, guys. It's true, right? You know like you put hundred dollars into your investment now, you expect it, what wow, tomorrow? Hey, what wow, to the moon? Ah. Mm. Hello. Even from here to the moon, it takes time, okay? <laughs> so yeah, my advice to all this anyone starting this slow game and go on YouTube. And you might never know how far it might take you to monetization. Okay. Mm. So besides client work is YouTube lah, honestly. And also of course if you cannot sustain then go do other side hustles. Uh.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the other things to to figure out all your adulting needs.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Mostly like do you do you still do more YouTube now? Do you do more TikTok now?
0: Or? Um I, I've okay, I've gone a big cycle. So like when I started I only wanted to do skits and sketches. Mm. I like, just love comedy, like comedy central style, key and peel. Um, you know, just skits and sketches. But then pandemic hit, so I had to change it uh, up, you know, and I uh, cannot meet as many people anymore, so I started to mixing it up with like review, fun review videos on the food that I like. Because mm. I'm stuck at home. I might just do like, you know. uh, And then it moved on to like, I wanted to do like a series where I go around Singapore discovering things, right? Mm. Because I'm stuck in Singapore. But, but what, I think I just felt it wasn't really what I wanted to do. I just love making comedy. Mm. Like the hosting, Sure. Clients want me. I go host a series for them, but ultimately, I just want to do comedy. Mm. I just want to make skits and sketches on my life observations and make people laugh and also learn something. Mm. So I have really gone back to that. Like that's why I I I I finished my podcast and I, I said okay, you know you will, will stay as that for a long time because, but as like I said, I started the podcast only for pandemic, and. Wow, we want to go back to comedy, comedy. Mm. That's I, my love, you know. I just love making funny videos, and yeah. So now uh, I'm on all platforms still: IG, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, mm. making comedy content. Mm. Comedy, or uh, someone I call it educational comedy. Like you learn something, but I do it in a very quirky way, Yeah. yeah.
1: How, um, how has it been for of Facebook? Cause. I feel like nowadays mostly people post on TikTok. Yes. LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, of course, IG and I think it's either TikTok or IG and then YouTube is long mm. form. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So Facebook, I'm loyal to my audience that I started because I started on Facebook actually. Uh, okay, okay. Um, back in February 2018, I, I started a Spongebob page and everything. So, i i mean the audience- audience is still there, mm. the algorithm sucks, but you know it's so easy to post something anyway, so you know, I just go there, I type my caption, my title, whatever, and post right so I'll just mm. do it um yeah and but i i still honestly I really like youtube mm. like it's just a whole place where you can really have a series and it's easy and it's, you know, longer form per se, right? Mm. To me right now, anything above 1 minute 30 seconds is your long form, really. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> and horizontal, right? Yeah,
0: right? yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm still on the platforms making comedy content.
1: Mm. Mm. So I'm curious to know who's your favourite YouTuber? or Do you have anyone who inspires you on, on I don't know, YouTube? Or wherever else? Well, honestly,
0: a few. I'll say Motoki max. Third. Motoki Maxton. I don't know if you know that guy. He's a Japanese American.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Just did comedy from day one. Mm. Uh, I really like a Wong Fu Productions. Oh, Wong Fu, yes, yeah. Because yes. they just they just started for fun. Yeah, yeah. You know the the I think the best channels were all started for fun, especially in comedy, right? Yeah. Just for fun, and then you have fun with it, and then they build community and everything. I love that. Yeah. Uh, that's why I wanted to start this smiling Afro channel to have a community where people we can just enjoy and laugh mm. together. Right. Yeah. Um yeah, and of course Key and Peel, they're not really YouTubers, but in terms of like comedy mm. inspirations. Yeah, yeah, Um
1: Do you know Nigga Higga Ryan Higa? Yeah, what the OG oh days, God. man. That was like the best uh, this series on how to be ninja.
0: <laughs> it's, it's so so stupid, right? I cannot forget. I love it, it's so stupid. Yeah.
1: Do you think it's worth to go and study film? Like
0: I think you don't need to eh, now. At your point you don't need to go and study film, but you just watch her. Eh? Mm. so many online YouTube videos they teach you basics you, uh, the most important is basics mm. like in terms of like but you see the thing is that you've already done so much content so it won't be a surprise to you anymore but it'll be more of like a reminder yeah. of like shots mm. um, storytelling yeah shots and storytelling mm. yeah
1: how did yeah. you I guess curious to know how did you develop your storytelling
0: technique oh for me yeah, honestly myself um, observation when I was young I loved comedy right Mm. so I watched a lot of comedy and I was always observing Mm. subconsciously by the way because I didn't think when I was young I didn't didn't observe thinking oh I want to do this in the future I observed because I just really was so interested in like why does this make someone laugh Mm. what is so ironic about this acting or the camera placement or why it's just for fun, right? And so that when I go out with my friends and then when I make jokes, right? Mm. I I always have this. I it became second nature, right? Of like, okay, why this would be funny, or yeah, or the timing, you know, it's just observation, mm. yeah. Like, uh, and then it's also observation. I never really officially learned marketing in my life, you know. But I I, I observed, and I just kind of figured out myself like, why would this make sense for a customer or yeah. an audience? Yeah. So. Because I also believe that's how the original marketing and storytelling came about. Right? People figured it out. Mm. They just figured it out, right? Originally, and then people just.
1: Yeah. Mm. So, uh, yeah. I'm trying to learn that, I right. think. I feel like sometimes I over prepare. Like, I, I mean, a lot of my time is spent scripting, and then the shooting and the, like, you know, B-roll, whatever, mm. right? Uh, yes, it takes time, but I find that easier. Even editing, sometimes I find easier. But the writing and the, it, the the writing of the script, sometimes I'm like, oh, wow. And then marketing takes like one whole day. La. Sometimes I do my thumbnail. I'll take like uh, half a day to do or even one day. And then I stare at it. And so those are like quite time consuming for me. I find it very difficult to right. get better at it. La. Yeah. Wow. There's always that struggle to like sit, sit down, down. R- 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 write, like, mm, does this make sense? Is it too long-winded? I, I feel I'm very long-winded. La. So, still learning.
0: So instead. steady. La. I, I think when I started a long time ago, I also was long-winded. Right, right. Cause, and then the hardest part was figuring out what to sacrifice. For like, example, I think editing longer videos are harder now. Mm. Because um, I will have the longer videos give me the opportunity to put in more things and I'll be tempted to put in more things mm. but I always said there's no Ben, sacrifice mm. do I need to do I need to hold it short do I need to even say this part do I need it no sacrifice mm. does it take away anything not really does people still get a joke and laugh Yep, okay mm. yeah so ch- tell me okay, about it I was editing uh, long videos at the beginning and you was so many times I had to sacrifice and that was painful Yeah. A shot. yes beautiful. yes but then now it goes short form right? I, I write down according to okay this is the point this is the point I get it done mm. I don't need to to uh, unnecessary
1: mm. keep it simple stupid yeah. yeah do you edit
2: your
0: own videos now still? yes always because I'm so particular about timing
1: mm. I'm
0: really particular about timing because it's comedy mm. and why why the shot changes now why you know it's, I'm so particular and sometimes so hard to tell somebody to edit into my style yeah so I, I mean, I would love to find that person one day to really understand my style. But right now, I just I enjoy the whole process of editing my own videos. Because mm. it's so me. It's When I post it, it's like, I want the world to see. This is me. Mm, mm, mm. It's mine.
1: I mean, as we are about to close, yeah. um, I think final two questions. Yes. Right? So uh, what are your future goals and aspirations as a content creator?
0: Yeah. It's very really simple. I think the my goal has not changed from day one. I just want to make more and bigger content mm. and reach a wider audience and just make everyone laugh and mm. smile okay so um, my dream or my goal now is to grow my audience eventually my company and then my clientele mm. and as a content creator I want to be running a nice uh, production uh, going on like making big funny videos and yeah
1: kind of like Wang Fu Productions eventually yes, like angle yes
0: something like that like, like and it's all in the Smiling Afro comedy style like specifically this Smiley Apple style. And um, yeah, so that's my current uh, goal as a content creator. What's, yeah. your,
1: what's your vision? Are you going to like, will you always be the face or will you uh, hire, are you planning to hire full-time right, folks yes. to edit and act also?
0: I think one day, I, okay, I've 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 planned for two possibilities. So one, I could be the face all the way, mm. right? Uh, then the production company is there and the uh, agency is there. But maybe one day I will be less of a face. Mm. But I want my Spanish Fo brand to be known as this comedy brand of content. Mm. So eventually, instead of just when you say Spaniard Fo, you don't think of just me, but you think of like, oh, it's a brand, it's a company. Mm. Yeah, doing comedy. Mm. Like Wang Fu, you don't think of the actual person called Wang Fu, it yeah. just represents Asian Americans doing comedy. Yeah. So Spaniard Fo, I just say, oh, comedy.
1: Mm. Yeah. I love
0: that.
1: Yeah. Okay, hire yeah. me next time, okay? Sure. <laughs> anytime, <laughs> be okay, anytime. Be okay anytime okay. Yes,
0: you got a lot of uh, equipment already, so. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: okay, last question. Um, I guess, how do you see the landscape of content creation evolving and how do you plan to adapt to those changes if in the future, yeah. now?
0: I think the weird way, just like how we go back, we're going back to the virtual world now, like you see fashion, right, where we We moved on, moved on. But suddenly now, we're going back to the retro Adidas, retro Nikes, um, even just fashion, dressing. I think content is, we're feeling that now even faster because we're all going back. I think we're going back to YouTube, 16 by 9 Because people are realizing and remembering that, you know what? The proper content, it should be long form. You need to consume. Short form content will be here to stay. But if you really want to learn something, you have to go long form. Short form is for that short like entertainment or you know, funny videos learning something new or whatever mm. or whatever hobby you have but then if you really want to learn something long form is the best so I think we're returning back to your so-called 16 by 9 YouTube mm. and even like TikTok everyone's figuring it out because now that you can they'll ask you to turn your yeah. phone you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, TikTok started with 15 seconds to 30 to 1 minute to now to 10 minutes, 10 minutes to, to now, now whatever, whatever. Right. right right. it's so weird because in the end that's the truth hard, right, I feel yeah. is that you cannot run away from long form yeah. And that's the reason why even all the app just gave in. Mm. So to me, adapting-wise, I think I, I had to adapt to short form. But going back to just doing everything, it's easier. La. There's not much adaptation. I just do it. all. Mm. Started from there anyways. Ah,
1: anyway. But thank you, Ben, for no problem. your time, for sharing all your... No worries. Always system. happy to share,
0: especially with JMA. No, I <laughs> there.
1: No, no, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you, you you are the first person I'm recording with after like a two month break la. Wow! Yeah. So this is the so m- honored mid season post mid season first nice. episode. Nice, yeah, so awesome. Thank you, thank you. No
0: worries. Yeah, yeah. Nah, and to anyone listening, uh, aspiring or you know current greatest or whatever in you, whatever you do in life, keep going. Remember long term. Yes. Long term.
1: Long term game. No
0: fast fashion, no fast uh, results. Yeah.
1: So people want to find you, uh, where
0: should they follow? Oh, you? yes, I'm on uh, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, as the smiling afro. Um, not maybe not many people look like me, so if you see the channel, you see a guy, Asian looking guy with an afro, it's probably me, So, yeah, awesome, yeah,
1: thank you, Ben. thank you, thank you. bye, goodbye.